What's up, y'all? It's Miles the Millennial, the millennial who's actually not a millennial, but is technically still a millennial. And this is episode four of Millennials with the Mindset, the podcast where we give you free game on life, money, happiness, love, and all of the above. So we're going to get started today. We have some special guests. This is our Hoop Dream special. And we have three people who have made a, an education and, 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 a, and a life out of what they do with a ball in their hand. And we want to, you know, get them on here today to discuss their experiences with basketball and where their life is taking them now. So first we have A.D. Addison Miller, you know what I'm saying, the 1,000-point uh, club scorer at Fisk University. We got Montreal Neighbors, a.k.a. Trail, Black Mamba, you know what I'm saying, one of the coldest, most clutch players to come through Fisk. And we got Drea Thomas, Andrea, Drea the jeweler, the cake boss, all that. You know, one of the leading rebounders to ever come through this school. Don't, don't get down in that paint with her. So we're going we gonna to have this conversation today, man. Everybody just introduce yourself. We'll start with you, AD. So y'all, Addison Miller. Uh, I'm out of Mississippi. Uh, played my last four years at Fish University. Uh, recently just completed my last season. As Miles said, um, this last year, I made it into the Thousand Point Club. Uh, Should have been there a long time ago, but uh, but yeah, we're here. That's what's up. All right, Trail. Uh, Montreal Navy. Uh, see, I played at every level. In my last two years of school, uh, college basketball at State University. Uh, right now, just kind of got back in Peru in December, and see, now just starting a new um on my new route, new journey. And see, I tell you, I'm gonna lay on it. <laughs> you from Mississippi too, ain't you? Hey, when I'm sure. playing Mississippi, <laughs> oh lord, Drea, where are you from? Tell us all about you. Mississippi. Of <laughs> Jesus, a whole <laughs> bunch of Mississippi on this call today. Yeah. Look, that must mean that must mean the simp producer some some quality athletes. I think we slept on. What do we go? It slept on. So why y'all think? Why? Why y'all say Mississippi slept on? Because we is. Look at all these good players on this call. Where they from? <laughs> I see. It's more so the lack of um, the lack of exposure. That's exactly what it is. Uh, and you know, the lack of exposure is not many opportunities in Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Because like, it ain't like one big city. You got one big city here, one big city. Everything is all small cities that make up Mississippi, and it's hard to. You know what I'm saying? Start something and make it blossom out. That's real. What has been y'all experience? Like, how were y'all even able to get exposure, you know, in y'all basketball careers to go play college ball? Did you guys feel like you guys were under-recruited for lack of exposure? Or do you guys feel like y'all made a way around it and y'all were able to uh, kind of put yourself out there? What, what did y'all go through? What was your experiences? Drea, we'll start with you. I think for me, it was just getting on a good AAU team and then just be playing your best game every night. It was like, I'm going to make you see me. And then just going from there. Yeah. AD, what about you? Uh, I think my thing, it, it could have been a little bit of exposure, but at the same time, when I came up playing ball, I played more so for fun, not necessarily to, you know what I'm saying, open new doors, you know what I mean? Of course, every time I've, you know what I'm saying, been able to play high school, made the high school team I played, uh, made it into college I played. So, I mean, if I could still play professional, I'll play professional. But when I came up, 
it wasn't necessarily about exposure to me. I just played because I love to play the game, and I figured it'll take me as far as it's going to take me. But exposure is definitely one of the biggest things in coming out of Mississippi that, you know what I'm saying, this goes for football, basketball, baseball, any sport. Like, there's a, there's a ton of athletes who just aren't getting the same exposure, especially with the social media era today. Man, Trell, I know me and you have had multiple conversations about this. You know, I'm from Texas. I always like to brag on the talent that comes out of Texas, but you be telling me, like, it's nothing different between, you know, what the talent and the abilities of the people in Mississippi versus what's coming out of Texas. It's not even a difference in competition. It's just a lack of recognition and exposure. But is that something that you still think is true? And how did it affect oh. you? Shoot, 100%. And I can say, like, I being from North Mississippi, it's mostly football-oriented. I'm saying for me, shoot, it, it supposed to get me to college. I'm not gonna lie to you. It wasn't nothing, yeah. nothing but the good Lord. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real talk, seriously, like man, it just the Lord put people in my life that had that had connections. And by my hard work and ethic, you know what I'm saying, my work ethic, it put me out there, it gave me opportunities to go play in college. All right, and then just bouncing back to what you were saying about now, is it uh do I still feel like it's that now? Honestly, see, we got some guys now that play in the league. So these guys are giving back and they're starting these big AAU, these big AAU teams in Mississippi, which allowing these kids now to go play in these Nike, these Nike camps, uh, Adidas camp, and get that exposure that they need to go Division One. You know, so I can't say now it's a little better, but it's still kind of hard. Like I said, because it's little cities, so you got kids in the north they have to drive two or three hours just to get to AAU practice in Jackson, Mississippi. You know, it's still hard, but it's a little more now. I can't say it's a little more exposure now, a little more opportunities now. Man, and and that, social media. Yeah, that that that's kind of crazy to me because hearing you guys talk about, you know, it wasn't really all about exposure when I was coming up. It wasn't really a thing that y'all even had the opportunity to really talk about and, and have access to. It's crazy because in Houston, that's all everybody thinks about. From the time you fifth, sixth grade, you already being put on, 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 you know, high school level camps, going out to all these scouting uh, things to put you in front of college coaches. Everything is about, you know, I'm going to the school that's going to give me the most exposure. And, you know, I kind of feel like, first, that's crazy that it's, it's not the same everywhere. You know, well, I, I can't. I can't. I can't really say that was the same case for me, like being from the coast. I don't, that's kind of different from being what Trail and AD are from. But it was like, I went around, so it wasn't that the same thing from where I was from, like down on the bottom from that they're experiencing. Yeah. So I feel like I kind of going for the exposure and traveling and doing all these things to be looked at. Yeah. Do you guys think that that's kind of taking the fun out of the game? Or do you think it enhances it? Trying to go and get exposure, like having exposure is like the focus now, because exposure is 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 everything now. That is what it's about. You know, we got I don't even know how many pages that really you know put players on the map that that weren't on the map before. You know, it used to just be like maybe ballers life. Now you got a million of them. You know, how important is that? It has it taken away from the essence of what ball is about. As far as has it taken fun away from the game, I really think it depends on the, the individual player's mindset. Because, um, you know what I'm saying, when I first picked up the ball, a ball and my dad put, you know what I'm saying, football, basketball, baseball in my hands, 
I never, you know what I'm saying? I never played it, like I said, to go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I always played it because I like to play it. It was a challenge to me. It was fun to me. And you know what I'm saying? That's why I built that that genuine passion for basketball. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I definitely think exposure can take away from the fun of the game if you're too focused on it. You know what I'm saying? I've always believed if you make enough noise, somebody's going to hear you regardless. And that in itself can be exposed. But you got to love the game first. You know what I'm saying? You don't go nowhere without the passion for it. Yeah, I honestly can say, too, people from Mississippi, I think you're not so focused about, like, again, AD said, who's seeing you? You just want to be competitive and play. I mean, for me, I feel like it's, I ain't going to say it's taking, out, it's taking the love away from the game because and the fun. Because now, you know, it, the social media is what kind of make it fun a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. being able to show people what you got, you know, and, and, and being able to tell your story over it. You know what I mean? And it's like, like she said, being from Mississippi, it, it's more so not like are you looking for who in the gym and who watching. It just, you just really want to get out there and compete. Seriously, like just, most everybody from Mississippi got a chip on their shoulder because we all understand that we are behind. So when we get these opportunities to go play, play against these so-called big names or people that got a name in the mm-hmm. world of basketball, shoot, we just trying to get, get after them. Mm-hmm. Like, most of us, I can't say for me, I go in the gym like right today, you know, and I swear if KD was running that, I'm trying to yeah. guard him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because shoot, seriously. You know, like uh, I just want to speak back like two summers ago and I played down in Nashville in the pro am. So Robert Covington, man, starts in the league. And I made him my like when I got in the game, I told him, I got him. Like this man is six nine, six eight playing shooting guard. I am six two. At the time I was like 165 at the most. <laughs> Seriously, 165 at the most. And, and I made it my, I made it like, it was just in me. Like, I had to guard him. Like, I wanted something like, this is the experience I want. This is the level I'm trying to be at. I'm finna guard him. Like, couldn't nobody tell me I wasn't guarding. And, you know, and, and it was just a great experience to shoot my, we got a one-on-one situation. And, you know, I, I, I had to use my IQ going small and force his man to shoot a, a, a freaking – it would have been everybody at the backboard one day. He ain't hit nothing but the backboard. You know, so that's my little more victory right there, so I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's something you're going to keep with you, man. And, and see, Forever. one thing I noticed about all of you guys, and I know you all on a personal level, I can attest every single one of y'all have what I like to call a dog in you. Every single one of y'all, whether it's on that court or in other areas of your life that you want to be good in, Y'all have a mindset that says, bro, I'm not here to complain. I'm not here to, you know, sit here and pout about what bad situation just happened. I'm here to work, and I'm here to be the best. You know, and I feel like that's something that when you come from a, a, a lack of opportunity, when you come from a, a position where you, you ain't got no option but to figure it out, you know what I'm saying? You, you get Your back is against the wall. You start to realize that success in life isn't about, you know, how many handouts you get or, or the, the best training or, you know, who got the most money. It's about who going to work the hardest at the end of the day because that hard work going to pay off in the long run. You know, what, what's the old saying? It's like uh, hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard. You know, and, I, I in all of y'all, I see that in all of y'all. And I guess, you know, I, I remember playing football in Texas. It's everything. It, it's, it, it's like religion. You know, it, it is. It's something that is branded to you from the time you born. You know, I got baby pictures with a football in my hand. And 
you know, growing up, I wanted to play football. I wanted to go, you know, play college football, you know, NFL. And that's crazy probably for people to even think about me playing football because I'm a little nerdy, five foot nine, 150 pound, you know, person. And even back then, I was way smaller than this. But you couldn't tell me that I wasn't going to, you know, play. And I remember going into high school, my, my pops, you know, he told me going, leaving my eighth grade year, going into the summer, he told me, say, you know, Miles, if you don't grow at least three inches or gain 40 pounds, because I was like 100 pounds, five foot two at the time. He's like, if you're not at least five, five or 140 pounds, I'm not putting you out there to play football next year because it's just, it's dangerous, man. It's just not worth it. And I remember working, 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 working that whole summer, eating, and didn't even gain, I grew like maybe half an inch, you know, gained maybe five pounds, you know what I'm saying? And sitting there, my dad telling me that I can't, I can't ball no more, you know, I can't play football no more. And I remember how demoralized it had me, how down it had me, because I didn't know life without it. It was everything. And, you know, I thank my dad now because I think it opened doors to so many other opportunities that I wasn't, you know, aware of and wasn't opening my eyes to. But, you know, for y'all, y'all all have reached, you know, uh, 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 at least a hiatus, or maybe not the end, but at least a hiatus in terms of your time with basketball. You know, how, one, does that feel? And two, what do you think basketball taught you that you are applying to your life right now? And, you know, any of y'all go first. I would say um, for me, who's going to? Okay. okay, well, I would say for me, basketball has taught me just to not give up and just to work for whatever you want. I know for me, just coming off a basketball injury and saying, oh, I'm going to play again has just taught me to be tough, knowing that things are going to come up. It's not going to be just a smooth sail or however you plan out your life. That's what's up. Uh, who else want to go? You know, what is it? What has it taught you and how does it feel coming to an end? I think now, uh, especially just finishing my last year, uh, I played basketball all the way through, like, city league recreation all the way up to, you know what I'm saying, my senior year of college. Um, so it's definitely been an adjustment. Uh, I think the first thing I had to do was come to terms with not playing competitively, you know what I'm saying, no more. Um, I, think I, I think it's time for me to, of course, I still play ball. But I play more for the joy of the game because I'm getting back to playing it because it's fun. You know what I'm saying? Playing it because, you know what I'm saying, that's where my passion lies. That's where, you know what I'm saying, it, it kind of built me into the person I am. You know what I'm saying? Basketball has taught me, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of life lessons. And I think the biggest one it has ever taught me was, because when I was little, I used to play outside, like, on, on gravel. Like, on, you know, we had, like, this gravel driveway, and it was just rocks. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Just like a lot of kids in Mississippi grow up learning how to play ball. Um, it just taught me that the player I am today, I probably – I don't ever think I imagined that back then. You know what I'm saying? So it definitely taught me really how to go through the process. You know what I'm saying? Like Drew said, keep going, keep trying. You miss a shot, shoot it again. You know what I'm saying? You miss a layup, shoot it again. You get scored on, turn around and stop. And, you know what I'm saying? You just keep going. Every time there's a little block, Keep going through it. Yeah. So for me, shoot, like the term basketball is life, like that it's real for me. You know what I'm saying? It's real for me. And the reason I say that is because like everything, everything, because my, my past wasn't easy in basketball, which which helped me with life. 
to understand everything in life ain't easy. So like I hit adversity doing something that I really love and have passion for. And I and I, I hit, you know, I hit a roadblock doing that. It hit different when I'm in regular life and uh roadblock hit. I'm it's easy then because like most of the time you just be some little or you know, it's just some life. But that's why I say like the real that saying basketball is life, like that's pretty much how it is. I Me, mean, everything that happened in basketball, everything pretty much the same. It, it got something in life, it coordinated with something in life. You know what I'm saying? It's parallel with something that happened in life. For me, you know what I'm saying. So, um, that's pretty much that's that's pretty much what basketball me and like. And you say I heard you say the end. For me, it ain't never the end. You know what I'm saying basketball ain't never ended for me. You know, I may not be, I may get old and I can't play no more, but my life still gonna have something to do with basketball because I think it was just it was just born for me. Like, I just feel like I was born to, to to have input in it in the basketball world. You know, and I'm just trying to find different routes now. So, you know, hearing all of you guys' stories, what, what I'm getting from it is that, you know, from a life perspective, for everybody that's listening who doesn't play basketball, I feel like, you know, how does this correlate to me? What's the value of this to me? What, what I'm picking up from you guys is, man, you guys had something you wanted bad. You wanted to be good at ball. You wanted to get to the next level and really excel at what you do. And it didn't come with any type of handout it didn't come easy. It didn't come with any type of entitlement. And when those times came, when they, you know, you were getting knocked down, where you were getting injured, where where you were losing eligibility on the court, when you were transferring schools because they weren't recognizing your playing time, you know, y'all didn't let that be the end of you. Y'all didn't let somebody else's or life circumstances define your value or define, you know, who you were. Y'all said, you know what? all right, cool, it is what it is, pick myself up, dust myself off, because, shoot, life ain't finna sit here and keep me down. You know, the only way that's going to happen is if I stay down, you know, and I think it's something that can be applied to everyone in life is, you know, there nothing's going to come easy. Nothing worth it will come easy. If it comes easy, it ain't worth it. You got to grind for that, and you really got to be willing to put it all on the line for what you believe in and, and find any and every way around, through, over, or under what it is that you really want. Because now it's going to be a straight and narrow That's path. Right. Now, Drea, you've gone into business. Um, do you think you apply some of the, the things you learned in basketball to your business life? I mean, as far as basketball, you're always meeting people. I think, well, me, I like to meet the other people I'm playing just for you know networking skills and all that but I think you really start meeting a lot of people from all the people that's shopping with you so I think that's kind of helped me being able to just communicate with others around me yeah and AD I know you're looking into some things in your life from a business perspective your next move you know how do you think you know what you learned in sports has helped you with that uh so of course you know I'm, I'm looking into getting into real estate and, and you know what I'm saying trying to uh, get a foot in that door. Uh, but as far as how basketball has, has helped me or how it will help me uh, in that, that particular field of my life, um, like I said, I think it's just a part of going through the process. Uh, like I said, that was the biggest lesson I learned. At one point, I, I didn't know how to dribble. You know what I'm saying? When I remember trying to learn how to dribble, trying to learn how to do a laser layup, you know what I'm saying? The basic things that we take for granted now playing basketball, things that come as muscle memory now, you know what I'm saying? I got to realize that it was at one point in time I had to actually work on those things. I had to work on the small things, the 
the little building blocks before I can get to doing, you know what I'm saying, things I can do now without thinking about it, you know what I'm saying? So as far as uh, real estate goes and trying to uh, <clears throat> become su successful in that venture, um, I think I just have to appreciate the little things and, and, and working at them and getting better at them and then realizing that over time, th those things will become muscle memory and you'll start doing a bunch more complex stuff. And and as you get better, you know what I'm saying, the whole business will grow. You know what I'm saying? You just have to do it the right way. Uh, you can't take no shortcuts. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, if you don't have to work for it, it ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? Easy money ain't good money. You feel me? I was just seconding what AB was saying about just being willing to work at things that you're lacking right now, things that you might not be so good at at this very moment. It's just like basketball. I might not be able to dribble now or – I might not have a hundred customers, but as you grow and as you perfect your craft, you're going to get there. So just be willing to, being willing to get better. That's real. And, and see, what I'm hearing from both of you guys is that it's going to take patience. It's going to be hard days and hard nights where you like frustrated. You want to give up. You want to say, throw in that towel and be like, man, this is stupid. I want to already be here. I want to already be at this goal and doing this. And I think a lot of people in life, we, we psych ourselves out because we hop into something new. And we see so many other people who are doing it successfully and, and we don't recognize what it took for them to get there. We think, we like, man, well, they're already doing it. They're my age and they're successful in this field. So why, 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 why am, I, am I not successful, you know? And we don't ever understand the journey and the path that somebody had to take, the hurdles they had to hop over, the nights that they almost quit. The, the days that they were ready to give it up and, and hang up their shoes and say, you know what, I'm, I'm done. But if Kobe, you know, gave up, he would never be Kobe. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Any, any person that you see that, that is great, they have moments. And this is something that I really want the listeners to realize. Every single person that you think has it all together, every single person that you think is successful, I promise you they have on many occasions and probably still do to this day, have times where they have wanted to quit where they say, you know what, bro, I'm, I'm, it ain't that deep. I'm, I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to just focus on this area of my life and say, forget this. But you will never be able to, to realize your true ability and find out what your actual talents and, and, and your outcome, your potential really is. You'll never be able to realize it if you quit when times get hard. You have to push through. It's like, Drea, you said, you know, you may have days where you have, one customer and then you have a day when you have 30. It's no different than in basketball when you have an off night, you may have one point and the next day you will lead a score. You know, it's about shaking it off. It's about having the mindset that says, look, that was last night. Today is a new day. I gotta get back focused and try again. Because I promise you, life is not out to get you. Life is not out to, to, to tear you down and make you fail. Life is just life. It's hard but fair. That's all it is. You know, it is It is real. It's hard but fair. Everybody gets the bad end of the stick. Therefore, nobody gets the bad end of the stick. It's just the stick. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to like it. Sometimes you ain't. You just got to push through that. That's the saying that says everyone has the same 24 hours. No one yeah. is, has more hours and more opportunities. And it's just how much you put forth, how much effort. Yep. And, and, and that's what I think is the key to everything is developing a winner's mindset. The loser's mindset says, man, why does this keep happening? The loser's mindset says, man, maybe this isn't for me. That's a losing mindset. Lo a loser wakes up every morning and they see 
their failures instead of seeing their opportunities. Yeah. You know, they see, you know, man, that was that was a horrible game last night. Maybe the world is trying to tell me that that basketball isn't my future. You know, man, you know, who's I to think that I should play in the league anyway? Who's I to think that I was cut out for college basketball anyway? A winner says, all right, bet. They got the better of me yesterday, or I got the better of myself yesterday. Today, that's not going to happen. Today, I'm going to find a way around it. Today, I will win. And we have to change our mind in order to change our life. That, that's why I say it all the time, because it truly is that crucial. It's the difference between you being a Kobe and being like everybody else you know in your neighborhood who, who never really worked hard for what they wanted. And so they start talking about what could have been and what was rather than what is. So I really appreciate y'all for coming on today. I know we lost trail for a moment there, but I want to shout you guys all out, you know, follow these, these people, you know, uh, AD, shout out your Instagram real quick for, for the people. For sure. So my old Instagram got hacked. <laughs> so I got a new one. Uh, <laughs> it's Addison, uh, Addison C M underscore on Instagram. And then uh, on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. Addison C underscore M. So my Instagram is just Drea, J-U-S-D-R-I-A, and that's the same for Twitter. So J-U-S-D-R-I-A. You want to shout out your business? You can follow me at Drea the Jeweler. So D-R-I dot, no, it's underscore the jeweler. Man, thank y'all for coming on today. I really appreciate y'all being here. And, you know, I wish you guys the best in every endeavor that you're going through in life and continue to use those hoop dreams to build your life dreams. And I just want to tell you guys, like I tell everyone, if you listening right now, you want to achieve something, you want success, it starts by changing your mind to change your life. Talk to y'all later. Bye.